0: Welcome to the Lighter Side Show podcast. I'm your host, Jamie Butler, the everyday medium, and I have Kim Norman Dobrin back in studio. We're going to talk about her Women's Mastery Series class that is going to be at the Center for Love and Light. She also teaches in other locations, but we're going to get into the details of what is this class and why is it so important. Before we dive into this, Lumineers, I do have housekeeping notes. We have a lot going on on our side. We have been listening to your needs. You guys have said you wanted more Reiki. So if you are in Atlanta or want to come in for class, we have Reiki Level 1 in June, Level 2 in July, and Mastership class in August. We are also doing some online classes with Learn It Live, so please head over there. To LearnItLive.com, we're doing negotiating with spirits, clearing out dense energy from 2018, and also reading energy. Not just seeing it, but what do you do when you sense it? What do the colors mean? And what kind of information can you gain from that? Now let's get to Kim.
1: Hi, thank you for coming back to the studio. Oh, it's such a pleasure. Thank you for having me back.
0: And Lumineers, if you want to know more about Kim, please check out her first podcast, everything Kim. (laughs) I don't know exactly what we've named it, but we just went down the rabbit hole of all of your experiences and what you've done in your life and with your life to get where you are today. And it was amazing. I have to confess, I teared up at one point and became speechless. (laughs) So you can see how amazingly impactful Kim is. (laughs) Um, You have not only dedicated your life to empowering other people and helping the world be a better place, whether it's been teaching, supporting, activism, humanitarianism, but you've decided to create a class specifically for women in mastering their own skills and empowerment. So I want to know first kind of where this came from
1: and is it rooted in some personal experiences that you've gone through? Thanks, Jamie. Um, Yes, I don't believe you can especially teach or share anything if you haven't had those experiences yourself. It it can't be authentic. And so everything that I teach on self-mastery level all comes from hard and fast lessons on my own journey. (laughs) Very much so. And still happening. You know, um, as you go through life, you may be 20 or 30 or 40 or 50, and you're still facing similar issues that you think you worked out in the last decade, right. and they back, um, they're just on another level.
0: Yes, that is very true. I've noticed that. Yeah. I call it the elementary syndom- syndrome, where I feel like, oh, I learned that lesson in fifth grade. Why am I still doing that right. again?
1: Exactly. It's- you're just learning it deeper. <laughs> <laughs> You know, and if you don't learn it properly, the first time it's coming back. Oh, yes, it is. You know, so, um, for instance, abundance, what does that mean? You know, as a child, it means something very different when you're 20, when you're 30, when you're 40, when you're 50. And yet we're all still grappling with that. Um, and so we're going to be looking at that in a very in-depth way. What does abundance mean to each one of us? It means something different. I really appreciate Lumineers, I wish you were in studio with me.
0: When she starts to talk about her abundance and what she's going to be teaching and showing in class, her eyes light up (laughs) and her smile is so big across her face and her energy just turns like this golden color. It's like, I'm in my place.
1: I'm here. Totally. I love it because, you know, I've been there. I come from such scarcity as a child, so much trauma um, as a single mother and I needed to grapple with this. You know, you've got to put food on the table and you want to still do what you love and you want to build a career. And so that all comes on a journey. And if we don't share it and we don't learn together, then what's the point of it in the first
0: place? God, I just heard you mention basic survival skills and needs. Exactly. Your ability to change a perspective, create a belief system. I mean, you
1: just summed it all up right there. All of that's in this class. Exactly. That's exactly what we're going to be doing. It's about overcoming your self-created restrictions. You know, we all create those walls that go up around us and we don't realize that, hang on, we're doing this ourselves. So the series is only three classes and it will show you how to access your power. What is your power? You know, even if you feel like you've been down this path before, it's still for you because... We're always learning. There are always gaps that we want to fill in. And as we said, you know, as you're going along the journey, it just means something different each stage of your life because we we never just get it. You're never an expert in one absolute, you know. And we all have aspects that we go, okay, how do we do better here? What do we want? What do we want to create now? So this class will help you find a way to hold your identity, for instance, as a woman. And we're all juggling you know, I was in a meeting yesterday where, you know, my son calls, pick up the phone. Um, her mom called, pick up the phone. You know, that's what a woman does. Like a you're woman... in a proper business meeting. Exactly. And like during yes. the meeting, you're exactly. like, excuse me, my phone's ringing. Exactly. It's my son. Let right. me get this. Exactly. And I've always done that. You know, I could be sitting with the most important CEO or chairman or anyone. If my kids call, I pick up the phone and go, hi, is it important? I'm in a meeting. Can I get back to you? So is this something that you're saying, yes, you have permission to
0: do that, or is it, no, become more firm and hard and set better boundaries and not do it?
1: Definitely not. I I cannot focus in a meeting if my kids are trying to call me and I don't know if it's important. So no, I take that step out, and if you don't like it, well, sorry, um, that's priority to me right now, and then I see to it, I put the phone down, okay, now let's focus. So you're really looking at priorities. Oh, without a doubt. And is it priorities
0: not around pleasing others? Because I think as a woman, as myself, I can only speak from me, that I sometimes fall into the, I am a people pleaser and I need to make sure other people are okay before then I can see myself. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't necessarily meet all my needs when I go into that pattern. Mm -hmm. So when you're addressing priorities in your class, does it address
1: some of these issues? Absolutely. And the class isn't me standing up and lecturing and dictating. It's oh, a God, I'm so glad
0: you said that because no. you know, when I hear the word class, yeah. I immediately no, 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 go, no, no, I'm no. going
1: to sit in a chair. Oh, gonna definitely listen. not. Oh, We're going to interact. Really? We're going to talk because I want to learn as much from you as you're going to learn from me. And I'm going to facilitate this space, you know, um, and obviously help the, the process of what you need to go through in order to tap into yourself because it's all about yourself. You know, you wake up by yourself, you go to sleep by yourself. Mm. And so if you're relying on everyone else's stuff or oh. other people's rules, you know, you're losing yourself in this process. So what does identity mean to you as a woman, as a as a wife, as a mother, as a career person? You know, who are you in this space and how do you hold that? It's very difficult to grasp that if you're by yourself. And so in this group... It's going to be highly confidential and we're going to be able to share it without judgment as to what does this mean. Well, can you teach non-judgment like that? For me, I don't like the word teach per se. It's really about tapping into someone and developing that themselves. So it's about accessing that inner voice. It's about that inner wisdom and bringing that to the fore. I don't want to take my ideas and shove them down anyone Oh, you wow. know, it's yes. about really tapping into what is your wisdom? What so are your belief systems?
0: Is it creating an experience for people so that they can gain their own knowledge through it? Without a doubt. I think that's a beautiful way of putting it. Wow. So in my imagination here, I see it as like a key kind of coming along and unlocking exactly. certain aspects so yes. that we can then see ourselves. That is beautiful. So is that... Then turning into knowledge that helps us maintain ourselves
1: beyond the class frame. So um, I would prefer not to use the word maintain Mm -hmm. because maintain means you're staying at status quo. I want to untap that so it opens up this incredible new world that you're going to venture into and create. Oh my God, so how do we talk about it? So... That's exactly what it is. You know, If I don't know if you've ever experienced a motivational speaker, that you go into that space and it's rah, rah, and it's yay, and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that, and then I walk out and um, a day later I'm going, okay, I'm still hot, but okay. A week later I'm going, okay, right, and now what? (laughs) It's like, okay, what did they say? Okay, I don't remember that. And then you're trying to like grapple with it. No, because if it's not from within you, you're going to lose it. This is oh, not about huge me. point. This is about you. Say it one more time. I want to hear it again. This is not about me. This is about you. And if it comes from within you, then you will have it forever. Yes. If it comes from another source, you are trying to make it yours and it will never be yours. So you can take aspects from different people and different wisdoms and different learning, which is wonderful There's incredible people out there. But even that, you've got to go, okay, do I like this? Don't I like this? What fits? What do I resonate with?
0: Oh, so that's like the act of resonating. Like I like to tell the lumineers, if that resonates with you, if that pings for you, then that's a sense of personal ownership over what's coming in.
1: It's talking to you. It's talking to you.
0: So that's how you set up this. It's almost like a... I see it in my head now as an orchestra. This this class is not a class.
1: It's creating harmony. Yes. And I want you to leave it going, I know more about me. I'm more in touch with me. I'm more at peace with me. I know now what I want to do. Is this, can I call it a format
0: or approach, this approach of gaining knowledge... Is it for any woman? Is it for introverts, extroverts only? Is no, it... it's for any woman. Any so woman. it'll fit different characteristics and personalities?
1: Yeah, we There's all no... go through similar experiences, and that's what, what you know, when you start categorizing, it cuts people out. And that's not what it's about. It's all about that. We all go through abundance issues, whoever you are. You may have billions in the bank But you're working scarcity somewhere else in your life. Wow. You know, so abundance is an issue for everyone. Maybe you don't have enough money at the end of the month and you need that. So that's the abundance that you need to work on. We all have fears. Fears are normal. What are those fears? What do they look like? What is my personal fear? How do I deal with that? How do I dream? What is my dream? Why am I afraid to reach that dream or go for that dream? You know, so we all have the same, similar issues, but they're coming from our own personal, unique space. So would you mind if I laid out a
0: personal example of something that I'm working on? Please do. That you take a few minutes and kind of walk through it? Please Because I'm going to be there in your mastery class. <laughs> I don't know if you know that, but you'll see my lovely mug there. I would there. love to have you there. <laughs> <laughs> um, for me, working on not being responsible for others. Mm -hmm. So I tend to, whether it's with family or clients, students, um, strangers, I will take the responsibility of what they're needing, feeling, or reacting. Is that something in your your? Lack of a better word, I'm just going to keep calling it class <laughs> series. Is it laid out to where somebody can come in with a specific thing, just like that, and work on it?
1: Yes, because your example covers all of us. <laughs> you know, I'm not we're alone. Doing it, no, <laughs> you're so not alone. We're doing mm-hmm. it in certain aspects of our life. So whether you're doing it at work, mm-hmm. where you want to make everyone happy. So you're safeguarding your your job, or you're doing it with your children. I totally overcompensated from with my children because of my childhood, um, or you're doing it with your husband or your friends. Some to greater degree, to others. But what is the fear underlying it?
0: Probably. You know. So we're going to yeah. look
1: at that. You'll take the time where people can then absolutely. identify. absolutely, and we'll go through that process. So what is the fear? You know, I had a beautiful example where I was in India studying um, on an ashram, and the Swamiji said to me, Kim, do you realize how many people in the Western world, how many children are committing suicide because their parents are so attached to them? By being so attached, you're not allowing them their journey. So if you detach and you date. don't take that responsibility for them, you allow them their own growth. So by taking full responsibility for everyone else, you're taking that on, but you're not allowing them their growth. You're not allowing them their experience or their journey. So could, is it a type of enabling? Yes. I've never looked at yeah.
0: enabling going along with taking responsibility. Yes.
1: But you're also enabling yourself because of your own fear.
0: I can see that because it's quite interesting in my own personal experience. I don't do it 100% across the board. And I don't do it always with just one person. I believe why I do this is out of my fear of not feeling like I'm enough or being enough for that situation. So whatever triggers it, I think that's what's feeding me to absorb the responsibility of their action or need.
1: So just that example, you, you manifesting it in a different way by wanting to take responsibility or almost save people. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> I have that hugely of not being enough. Really? But it manifests in a different way for me. And if I look back, it comes from my relationship with my mother because I was never good enough, you know. Um, And I'm very conscious of that. And once you're conscious of something and you've brought it to the fore, you'll understand why you do something, and then you'll have a choice of do I want to do this or do I want to do it. So do you have a certain technique that helps us look at what the root cause is or how do you get women to get to the source of it? It's through the process of the class and the discussion, and the we do a lot of self-writing that is confidential. So you'll bring a notepad, yeah, and you'll go through that. We'll do meditation.
0: But really? It's, yes,
1: that's kind of exciting. Absolutely, but it's all really about process, and it's just about triggering. And awareness you know you don't know what you don't know True. it's like you've just done that now okay it's like i'm doing this but i don't know and then i go okay well what is the fear and you say oh okay maybe because i don't feel enough and then we go back okay well what was that first memory of not being enough ah okay and now you've got that it's like aha it's that aha moment that yeah, it's like you create a series of aha's. Exactly. You know, and sometimes you'll not have them immediately, and sometimes it's a process, but everything in life is a process. And that's the 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 sadness, should I say, of with our children today is that they are so used to immediate gratification. Put on a cell phone, boom. In my day, If you had to do a project for school or an assignment, you went to the library Mm. and you took out 25 million books (laughs) and then you had to pay to have them photocopied and then you took all those copies home and then you cut them out and you stuck them and you did. There was no dragging it and dropping it somewhere else. You know, You know, in my day, I waited for the bus and if the bus was half an hour late, I waited for the bus. Now, if you two seconds late for your children, it's like, where are you? Like, they aren't texting already. texting you. Like, yeah. where are you? Are you, are you on doing? your way? Right? And we do them a great disservice because life is process and inner growth is process. And we are all in process in the greatest scheme of things. So from when you're born to the day you die, that is process. Everything we do is process. And if you don't teach your child to process, and if you don't learn process yourself, you set yourself up for failure because you're waiting for that, here it is, and it may not be there. So it
0: sounds like you're really
1: allowing
0: women to take charge, like use their power. Connect to it. Well, what else is there? Well, I think we're you just know? taught that the external world is going to tell us who we are. Exactly. And the external world is then going to show us where to go next and right. how to behave. And and we surrender everything that we are on the inside. I mean, I'm still influenced by it today when I hang out with other moms or, you know, meet people on the street. Like, oh, what do you do for a living? I'm like, that's the first thing you want to know about me? Exactly. Like you don't want to know who I am on the inside because they're going to take my job and then immediately create some kind of judgment or label about it. My
1: daughter's 31 and not married. And when people meet her, they go, oh, how old are you? 31. Oh, gee, are you married? No. Oh, that's so sad. Right. She doesn't care now. But there was a stage where she really did. And I went like, I'm so pleased you're not married because now the person you are dating is very different who you would have being in your 20s, and what I said to her as a woman, use your 20s to learn who you are and what's important to you mm-hmm. because you'll keep that forever. Never again in your life will you have that opportunity to be solely focused on who you are. That is some sage wisdom right there. So I got married when I was 23. I had no idea who I was, all my power. I would lived my entire life with consensus reality of other people and society telling me who I should be, what I should be. And if I wasn't that, I wasn't good enough. Wow. You know, and I still hold remnants of that.
0: I wanted to go back. You said that when your daughter hears these statements that she doesn't care anymore. And that just kind of lit me up on the inside in a good way, because I think there's something very valuable about not caring, caring less, care less, but... When we say the word, people go, oh, well, that's not very nice of you. That's not compassionate. And all of a sudden it leads to a whole bunch of other things. But I wanted to get your viewpoint on that, of the act of not caring, how that
1: is empowering. I think it it depends on the context. Yes. Um, In the context where other people's opinions mean so much, it's a good thing. Don't care. You know. As long as you're not hurting anyone else emotionally, physically, or spiritually, you know, then it's a good thing. You don't ever want to be harming anyone in that way by your not caring. If it's about yourself and you're getting in touch with who you are and you're learning more about yourself and not worrying about other people's judgment on you, then it's a good thing.
0: (laughs) I'm doing two thumbs up if you can't see me. (laughs) Yes.
1: It is. Right. Exactly. And we've, most of us, I, in fact, I, I haven't met anyone who isn't affected by someone's judgment somewhere, mm. whether it be your husband, your children, your friends, your society, whatever the case may be, we're all affected in some realm.
0: I think it's still crazy how on the smallest of levels, you know, when I put on a pair of shoes or I look at my toenails and go, oh, they need to be painted. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't want people to see that. And right. kind of what are people going to think when I'm barefoot? Or But when wouldn't I'm...
1: it be nicer? Insane. But wouldn't it be nicer if you said, oh, gee, you know what? I don't like my toenails unpainted. Oh, I'm going to do this for myself. Yes. And then you do it for <laughs> you. It's like how many women go out and buy beautiful underwear for their husbands or their boyfriends? Why don't you go and put up beautiful underwear for yourself? I made that shift two years ago. That's it's funny you said it. Like,
0: I looked at my New Year's resolutions and I went, I want very like sexy, beautiful underwear for me. Exactly. And I got rid of everything and did it. Right. <laughs> I there felt, you very go. Isn't that about beautiful? It. That was probably too much information for you Lumineers, but now you know. <laughs> exactly. Jamie's
1: wearing great underwear. <laughs> for me. <laughs> for <her. laughs> so yes, that's what um I think as a woman there's so many avenues around this that we don't give the time to. And if you don't give something time, you just keep going around in a circle and you spiral and you wonder why. And it sounds like such an easy little shift,
0: just like a, um, a click here, turning it from external to I internal, think sometimes
1: that, time. Yes, I think that some of that can be easy. What you do with it sometimes can be very hard.
0: Well, thank you for teaching
1: this so that we could navigate the hardships of it. Exactly. And I think that it's okay to say, you know what, this is challenging. This is a challenge for me. And then you go through it. You know, I wanted to talk to the point of some
0: listeners out there, Whether it's themselves or have friends who say, oh, I don't need to take that class because I don't need therapy or I don't want to be told what to do or I know better. Or they have some kind of belief system that says, if you're doing a class like this, it is because they believe they're stupid or have some kind of notion that if they're seeking that kind of help, it means that they don't know how to do it themselves and they don't want to admit to others that they're doing some kind of therapeutic or learning something elsewhere because they don't have it themselves. Like, can we talk to that point that, I don't even know how to say it, to 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 tell the listeners that... You know, if you have a friend or that's your situation, that this kind of environment that you're creating for us, you don't have to have a weak spot identified to show up and experience this.
1: That is so interesting and so beautiful. And my immediate thought that pops up is, why would you take away any kind of experience in your life, because you have to feel like you know it all. I don't ever want to know it all. Um, I would hate to know it all. That's why I love doing these classes as well, because I learn so much. You know, it's when you think you know it all, you close the doors to experiencing more. And you take away so much on your journey, I don't believe that there's an expert in anything, whether you be a doctor or a scientist or anything else, because there's always more. You know, Stephen Hawkins has just passed. And he was so beautiful in that way because he never said, it's the end there's no more galaxy, there are no more stars, there's no more science, there's no more. He just kept looking for the more, the more, the more, you know. And if we see our lives in that way, oh, my gosh, it's so incredible. You know, um, there's always the more. And when you don't do it, you, you cheat yourself. Mm-hmm. You cheat yourself. Yes. And, yes, you may know a lot of this, you know. I go to things and I know a lot of stuff, but you always take away something, even if it's just meeting someone nice in the class. Oh, that's beautiful, You, you right? know? Yeah. You get to There's always something. There's always something you take away with you. And if you look at life through curiosity, you take away so much. So even if you just come to this class because you're curious, you're going to take something away.
0: That is straight up my alley, and that is a wonderful place to kind of wrap up our conversation here today. Thank but you, Jamie. But I always like leaving space at the end to ask if there is anything that you want to share with the Lumineers, something that you're working on or resonates with you that you think would be a great gift to offer to others.
1: What comes to mind um, immediately, which I didn't even think of what I was going to say here, is Don't be afraid to ask. You know, we always think that asking shows weakness. And it doesn't. It shows strength. And so even, you know, um, the three sessions are $280. And if you don't have that, ask. You know, maybe you need a discount or maybe you want to pay it over the three sessions instead of one lump sum. Ask, because asking opens up incredible opportunities in life, no matter what it is. That is so beautiful. Thank you. Thank you for giving us this time. And thank you for inviting me. This, This place that you have created is so incredible. I think you take it for granted because you do it. It's who you are. It's what you stand for. But you give so much to so many, and you have given me my voice, and I am so grateful. Thank you for saying that.
0: (laughs) That was a lot of energy to receive. I'm a little (laughs) beklimpt. Thank you. Oh, Lumineers, aren't we so, so lucky and special? Thank you again, Kim, for being in studio. We look forward to your Women's Mastery class at the Center for Love and Light. Check out our calendar withloveandlight.com. You'll find Kim's classes. Oh, thank you so much, Lumineers. Thank you for lending me your ear. Be well, be healthy, and remember, it's not woo-woo. It's true-true. Bye.